Brandon, we, right. we talked about this. I want to have a jelly belly. That's where cool. we're snacking on here, guys. Yep, you'll hear a lot of wrestling because uh, the mic will pick it up. Um, yeah, so there was a day a couple weeks ago. We were all kind of bored. We were hanging out and we decided we wanted to go to the bowling alley and we got there and lo and behold, they were having a private function. Yep. So we were not allowed inside. So we drove around for a bit and decided we'd go get some food at Pizza Hotline. And while we were at Pizza Hotline eating our pizza and calzones, um, Norwazel was texting with Brandon and suggested we should start a project together. And as we got discussing, we kind of figured out that me and Brandon both had an interest in doing a podcast and we somehow convinced Levi to join us. You're not knowing what it was though, right? Yeah, like, like he had no idea. Like I'd heard of them, but I've never actually like listened to one. Yeah, so yeah. I didn't really know what it was. I'm an avid listener to podcasts. I'm addicted to podcasts and Vine. Um, so. A man of culture. Yes. I'm very cultured. <laughs> cool. Um, I think Levi had a short story he wanted to share about our topic today, which is fear. So, I worked as a camp counselor for the past couple summers, and this last summer, I got this really cool opportunity to be part of... Uh, Circle Score Ranch's very first Wilderness Week, a very historical moment, as our camp director would often say. Um, and so, <clears throat> there was this one kid that I worked with a lot that week who just had, I guess he just, there was some difficulties that he had uh, to just like do basic tasks and stuff and, you know, he just needed some extra help or whatever. And so I was with him for most of the week. And so it was like four days in, and so we've been in the woods, like, about an hour, about an hour walk from like our main site or whatever in the woods. So first couple nights we stayed in tents and then that went pretty well. Um, we didn't really develop a program or like a plan for the day. We just kind of gave all the kids knives and let them like go make stuff. And they made like <laughs> benches and stuff. And they, one of the kids chopped down a tree with a pocket knife. It took him like the whole day. It was pretty impressive. Really? Yeah, he broke it though. It was busted. Um, another kid made a crossbow. That was actually pretty sick. Like worked and everything. Hmm. But someone threw it in the fire. Pretty sad. Very dramatic. Um, so on the fourth day, whatever, he's getting pretty close to the night, and this one kid I was talking about earlier, he comes to me and he tells me that he has a stomach ache, and he's like, well, it's not really a big deal, just get you some, like, Tums or Pepto-Bismol, and then we realized we didn't, like, bring any, like, basic, like, 
<laughs> first aid stuff. <laughs> like, I think we had like band-aids and like rubbing alcohol, but we didn't bring like any Advil or Tylenol or just basic stuff. And so he was complaining about it a lot, so we decided we'd bring him back to the main site. And so we're like an hour out and it's about nine o'clock. So it's getting pretty dark. And so by the time he's ready to go and we get going, then it's it's totally dark. And so we're out there and I brought this really crappy flashlight along. Couldn't really see super well. And we're walking down this ATV trail that I've only gone down one time. And I only went down the opposite way. I hadn't gone like the way we were going right now. Yeah. And so I couldn't really see. There's a lot of coyotes in the area. So like you could hear them. Like they never like come near people. Cause like they don't like people, and, yeah. you know, but like you can hear them and it's all this stuff. And then I lose the trail. So we're just in, in the woods. Who knows if we're going the right direction or whatever. I was like, I really don't know the area super well. And the kid looks at me, he's like, oh man, like, I'm really glad that you're here. It's like, otherwise I wouldn't, like, I'd be really scared. <laughs> and I was thinking the exact same thing. Like, this kid was, like, maybe, like, four feet tall, and he had, like, <laughs> a really bad lisp, and there really wasn't a lot that he could, like, do for me or whatever. Like, he wasn't, you know, like, if Coyote showed up, he wasn't going to, like, kill the Coyote for me. <laughs> like, he wasn't, he wasn't really helping me at all. But, like, there was something yeah. about him just, like, breathing and mm -hmm. being there that just really helped me. Yeah. And, like, I realized, like, you know what, I'm afraid... And I don't really like what's happening right now, but it's like, there's really not much I can do and I just have to accept it. And I can get through it and it makes it a lot easier that he's here, right? And so, and so whatever, we found the trail. I wasn't that far off. Um, yeah, we went through the whole thing and we got back to the main site and then he tells me, oh, uh, my stomach doesn't hurt anymore. But <laughs> it's like 11 p.m. So, and I haven't seen a shower in like the four days and I stank. <laughs> and so he went, yeah, he went to the nurse and they gave him whatever and went to bed. Like, I stank so bad. I walked into the office to talk to the director and his wife was there and she, like, was gagging. And she no. Had, she had to leave. She couldn't handle no. it. No. I was so insulted. So I was like, <laughs> I put on a new shirt. I've been wearing, I, brought, I was the only one that brought deodorant. Yeah. I, like, the guy that was leading it told the kids not to bring deodorant because he said, it's probably going to melt and that's just messy. And I'm like, I'm bringing deodorant. Like, can't talk <laughs> me out of it. I brush my teeth every day. Come like, on. I was staying pretty clean, you know? You know, Shoot. But, yeah, that was the big thing, was just not being alone. It's mm -hmm. just easier to face yeah. stuff. Like, it's pretty cliche, but it's like, it's just the truth, you know? Yeah. That's no, that's very interesting, because, like, fear is initiated by the need to survive. And I think, like, survival in numbers, right? Like, that's... Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that's why fear is there, because hmm. it, it initiates the flight, fight or flight uh, re response. And, like, when there's another person there, that's just another being that can help, yeah. help right so I, I can like see very, that yeah. how that would help it's like very instinctual yeah or, yeah. yeah yeah it's a uh, i was just doing a little research before and it's like fear is is something that's completely uh, atomic or uh, not atomic um adenomic right i think that's how you pronounce it um like it's totally it does its its thing on its own right it's not something you can control mm. um so like there's in your brain there's some thing, responses that are like you you initiate them consciously and others are not hmm. and fear is one of those so mm -hmm. that's cool I never knew that yeah that makes sense because like whenever like someone does something courageous like you know they're still like afraid right like yeah yeah like, and that's when they initiate the fight response right yeah. instead of the flight yeah oh. interesting I like how like you mentioned how like if someone's in a picture with you, it gets a little easier, right? So I was thinking about, like, that one time we were supposed to do um, that thing in church. What was it again? 
Oh, the, the lighting of the count. Um, advent, advent feature. Yeah. Public speaking. Like, I did not want to do it, but like, there was like four other people out there, like you guys and some other people. Yeah. So I'm like, that's why I said yes. Yeah. Like, I hate, like, I hate public speaking. Um, that thing for me, um, I just don't like it because like, when I was a kid, I was definitely at a camp. I grew up going to camp. Um, there's a few st- incidents why I don't like my voice and, and whatever, but I was in the cabin and we were just walking out, getting ready to do something. And I just talked to this one kid in my cabin and out of, out of nowhere, he's like, why is your voice different? And I'm like, oh, I thought my voice was the same as everybody else's voice. Mm-hmm. Um, and so as a kid, I think that just like brought in like lots of like questioning about my voice and like, <clears throat> I guess if we talk about more like deeply, like that's one thing we start to believe as kids, like, oh, my voice is different, like it must be whatever. So that played a role of why I hate my voice or why I grew up not liking my voice, I should say. Um, also went to speech therapy in, in mm. school. Um, apparently it's a normal thing though. Lots mm-hmm. of kids do that, but like mm-hmm. in the moment, like I was the only one being picked, you know, mm. up at, I think one fifteen it was after lunch mm-hmm. um, to go to my speech therapy class. Um, so I don't know. And then there's this one incident, one more story. I was thinking I was in grade six or whatever, sharing a presentation and like there's this teacher that definitely like forced me to like go in front of the class and share mm. and like I froze and like I don't say I was crying but like I was almost crying because like this teacher was just not having it like he's like you want to share and present or you just want to fail your fail your assignment you know so I don't know it was just like tough so that's why I think believing those lies of my voice and then putting it growing up and not wanting to public speak because like believing that lie mm-hmm. so I don't know it was just tough as a kid like, I, I could have believed the lie maybe I did believe the lie that my voice is different and that's why I struggled so much with my voice growing up but like I remember just growing up and like going to this this school of discipleship training school and just like going hard at it and going hard at the root issue and just like believing that God likes my voice and like at the end of the day he made me for who I am like I made in God's image so like just believing that over the the worldly truth or like what people think about my voice like needs like God's opinion needs to trump needs to trump like people's opinions in our lives period mm-hmm. as Christians like because like we don't live for man like we live for God so like mm-hmm. his thoughts towards us need to like rule our life daily like and that's just something I'm learning about now just like trusting God and, and trusting that's his voice that's leading me and like I don't know. It's just like we're always on a journey, and we're always on this journey of just like knowing God and like letting Him tell us who we are, letting His voice just like tell us how much He loves us and like mm-hmm. how much value we have. You know, because like yeah, at Levi felt safe when someone was there, mm-hmm. which is awesome. But if if like what it looked like if you were walking alone, you know, mm-hmm. and that kid wasn't there. Yeah. Like what it looked like for you just to like just believe that God's there and like be okay with that for yeah. me yeah yeah it sucks when like there's like just this big philosophy with a lot of people like I've worked with like through school and through camp and stuff and it's just like you can make someone do it like as long as you just like threaten them 
in a good way, you mm-hmm. know, if you just do it or else, then, oh, well, yeah. you know, that's how you work with kids, you know, you know, and that's really frustrating to watch, like, like, that's something, I'm just going to change the topic a little bit, but, like, you know, like, something that I'm just really learning, like, I work as an EA, yeah. and, <clears throat> you know, something I'm just learning is, like, you really can't force anyone to do anything, like, hmm. and, like, if you do, like, yeah, you can, like, physically force someone to do something, but, like, you, you totally lose, like, your, like, any relationship you have with that mm-hmm. person or, like, any mm-hmm. trust. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like, or working at camp, like, I was, like, just seeing, like, some people, like, the way they would just work with kids, like, there was just, and, like, even, like, you know, when my patients got really short, you know, it happened too, where it's, like, you just, like, force them to do something that, like, really, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> it's just something where, like, you now feel like your leadership is threatened, and so you just force them to do it. Yeah. yeah. I guess that is kind of, like, a fear thing, like, you know, you're... Yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, like, I remember, this is, this is, like, one of my, not my shiny moments at camp. <laughs> there was this kid, and we were going to go to breakfast, and after breakfast, he was going to go to horses, he was going to go to the barn, and you have to wear pants, hmm. and he was, he wanted to get his pants on, he was wearing shorts, he wanted to put pants on before going to breakfast, and, but we were already late, and I was like, no, you just got to go now, and he's like, no, I don't want to, like, go outside in shorts right now, and... Hmm. You know, I was just like, okay, well, now that I've said you have to go outside in shorts, I'm going to make you do it. And so I just sat there for like, we sat there for like half an hour. No. Until he would just leave with his shorts on. I was like, something. So I was just like, well, I'm just going to be more stubborn than this kid. And then, you know, boom, he's going to have a great time at camp, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, Shoot. it was so dumb. It was so yeah. dumb. But it's like, yeah. I, I overcommitted and I was like, well, now, now I have to do it, you know? Yeah. 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 And hmm. you know, I was like, it didn't matter at all. We would have been sooner if he would have just put his pants on because it would have taken two seconds and yeah. then we got on breakfast. Yeah. You know? And I was like that and that definitely hurt our relationship. Um, within a camp, like I think and like I got the chance to like apologize and just talk to him about it. So that was good, you know, because like that can be that's really healthy. Yeah. yeah. Or it can be it can be like better or like more like it's really good for it's does it has a better impact than what we think like just apologizing to a kid yeah especially a kid though yeah like it was kids aren't used to like adults like, mm-hmm. yeah apologizing yeah just going back to the public speaking thing though for me too that's a that's a big issue as well um but i just during the research that i was doing a little bit it, i was just learning that there's like two paths in your brain that kind of that kind of bring you to the uh to the result of uh fight or flight Hmm. Um, and then one, one is like really quick and messy and how that's what usually initiates when I go up to speak, right? You go up and it's like, that's the first one that gets through, right? Cause it, it's just a quick, is this a threat? Yes. Okay. Then I need to do something about it right now. Mm-hmm. And then as you start speaking and as you start getting go, like when you get going and stuff like that, then it's totally, it totally changes because the other, the other path comes in and is like well we actually thought this through and it's not as scary as it yeah, yeah, <laughs> as yeah. the first one thought um mm. so you can relax a little bit and then so oftentimes when i'm speaking publicly then my face just like blows up red but halfway <laughs> through my speech then it kind of calms down and yeah and my heart starts yeah. going at a normal pace again and stuff like that so i just think that's really that's really interesting because sometimes we let that first that first path get in our way of actually pursuing something and we just stop because we're fearful and and then by the time the second the second path kicks in it's like well it's kind of too late yeah mm-hmm. hmm. that's cool yeah that makes sense mm-hmm. you know it's like one of the we did like this camp training thing where we brought in like these behavioral experts or whatever 
Mm. Um, they worked with like school divisions on like with difficult kids and stuff. And so one of the things they told us about is like the more anxious or more afraid someone gets, um, the more they resort to like they call it like the lizard brain <laughs> or whatever. Mm. It's like in the very center of your brain and like in your brainstem is where like your body holds like all its like basic like instinctual like information like how to breathe blank yeah. <laughs> and stuff like that so yeah. you do without thinking. And it's like our brain or we kind of like get closer and closer to the center of our brain the more we are afraid and we make our situation worse you know mm. it's like if a kid is like throwing a tantrum or just being super difficult or is very afraid of something you try to make them do something you know or if you try to force yourself to do something <coughs> you just get closer to that instinctual thing and your actions are like quicker and you don't have time to think about them as much and you just make your situation worse mm. yeah kind of like just panic right yeah yeah that's pretty much the science of panic yeah. <laughs> we're all scientists here yeah uh, phd yeah. For sure. Just Doctor. kidding, we're not. I wasn't. Doctor. Kind of on that same line, though, like, you were talking to before about um, forcing kids to do stuff and forcing people to do stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of along, like, the the thoughts of exposure therapy, but I guess mm-hmm. less forcing and, like, like, more convincing them that they want to do it and then yeah. getting them to do it. Yeah. Because um, it's just, like, it's very interesting. I was looking at these um, eight practical tips that, that were given to me from my research that I did um and it kind of it's it's cool because sometimes we go we try to go back and figure out why we're scared like Brandon was doing and Mm. stuff like that Mm. and it's this number one it was like it doesn't matter why you're scared because like if you keep looking back at that memory you're gonna keep remembering that Mm. and it's gonna keep reinforcing that you're you're scared of this you're scared of this right Mm -hmm. number two was like learn about the things you fear so if like you have a fear of snakes just learn about the learn about snakes. Hmm. Learn how they're not actually as scary as you think they were. Hmm. Um, train so like uh, train yourself to interact with them. Like exposure therapy mm-hmm. in a sense, yeah. right? Like mm-hmm. hold a snake. Hold a snake. Get near a snake. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like yeah. something something like that. Or yeah. um, and then find someone who's not afraid. So somebody again, kind of going back to what we were talking about before, strength in numbers. Mm talk about it with somebody um that's just i guess like a common thing right we just talk to people when we're afraid of something mm-hmm. and it helps us um play mind games with yourself so like um work through a situation in your brain and work through how you would respond and then do that over and over again kind of thing um yeah and then uh seek help the thing if yeah. you can't get it fixed on your own yeah hmm. the thing i like about like the exposure therapy is like because like essentially it's the same as like forcing someone to do something but like you can either like f- like mentally or like physically force someone to do something or you can like empower them to do it hmm. and like that's where the big difference is yeah you know yeah and maybe like with that one just like walking someone through that you know just not doing it alone yeah yeah yeah, yeah. just like hey look this whole yeah Walk by a snake today, Levi. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Comes yeah. Black Mamba. Just, <laughs> chilling, in the just chilling in the backyard. But yeah, that's cool. I like that. And like, I think once you get, once you like arrive at a place like in your relationship with Jesus, where it's like you really do feel like He is actually there all the time. You know, like when you can honestly say that and you honestly believe it, it's not just like you just say because that's what Christians are supposed to say, and, and you're supposed <laughs> to feel like Jesus is always there, and yeah. like, you can feel Him giving you the back rub, and it's all good. You know. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> You know, but it's, like, we don't always feel like that, but, like, I can remember back to, like, moments where, like, I've just felt, like, really close to God, and I can just remember, like, it was so much easier to do stuff, and, like, 
I was still afraid of things, but it was easier to overcome it because, like, I saw the bigger picture and I saw yeah. that God was there with me, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's not just about this one instance. Yeah. There's a bigger picture. Yeah, like... God's taking us on a journey. Uh. <laughs> no, because no, we'll just... Do you want to do the fun ending now? Yeah. We've got a fun ending. Um, because it's just after Christmas, we decided to get every each other Christmas gifts. And uh, we're going to open them on the podcast. Yeah. Wait. No, none of us, or me and Jordan didn't want to do presents, but Brandon all of a sudden told us that he was going to get us presents, so then we felt bad, and then we bought everybody presents. Nice. So Levi just handed us his presents. I guess we're going first with Levi's yeah. present time. Time for the fun ending. Okay. <laughs> yeah, just let her up. <laughs> Potato chip. Yeah, they may or may not be any good. We'll see. Yes. What is it? What it's is a it? Thing for my cat. It's a cat sweater. Yeah. It's funny because it's not actually a gift for you. It's a gift for your cat. <laughs> ah. Oh my goodness. So, I'm so happy with this. <laughs> So what I didn't realize no when I bought this is that this is from the Mormon Are you <laughs> tabernacle. Dude, I was just talking about this to my sister so funny. Hazel. And how, Hazel. Yeah, just you know how yeah. yes. so, it would be cool yeah. to have a Mormon record. There you go. So, That's pretty great. So I got three records. No way, dude. Three Christmas records. I have like seven Christmas records now. This one's German. <laughs> Jesus Comet. <laughs> I'm upset for this Mormon, Mormon thing. Thanks, dude. My show's gonna love this. We're not Mormon, but... We're not Mormons, but... No. We they probably it. have good choirs. <laughs> Let's see the names of it, dude. They probably at least sing, that's Ooh. for sure. Lo, how a rose air bloom. Tell us shepherd maids. Can't say I'm familiar with their work, but... <laughs> they're probably alright. We'll play some of the outro music. <laughs> Who's gift next? Levi, I'll get a gift for you, bro. Okay. Nice. Thanks. Brandon got a great gift for Levi. Oh. It's pretty spectacular. I haven't seen it. I can see that it's very large. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, very... Probably, it's not as large as... Oh, sorry, Mike. It's very large in, in charge. I'll let, I'll let him it's open his face. You just rip it open. Just rip it like... It's oh, like... you put it into a different container. Oh, look at this. It's Master Chef. Top-loading water dispenser. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I thought you, you needed to stay hydrated, you know? I'm always thirsty. Always thirsty. Always snapping, dude. You know all the snaps? Always thirsting for the water. Punch it. Oh, I can see something. Oh, really? Really? Well, it's <laughs> this is what I thought. It's just a bunch of newspapers. Nice. <laughs> oh, you wore all the newspaer up or what? No. Yeah, I'm just gonna. I'll, I'll a lot of newspaper. Because it's not nearly as big as what it looks like. Nice. What Do you know what it is? Nice. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh wow. So let me explain what I have here. <laughs> is that name brand? Oh yeah. Dude. So this is like out. this is the name brand Squatty Potty toilet stool. Yeah, this is much appreciated. Um, I have one more. I, I was two for one deal. Oh, oh, oh. I have a lot of personal problems. We'll say so. This will definitely aid quite a bit. Your in that. BMs aren't moving. No, they're not moving like they should my, be. My gift is quite a bit smaller. Same. That's not the same. I feel like the newspaper's excessive. Absolutely. Oh, is this that thing that you have too? 
What do you mean? Like oh yeah, kind of yeah, but this is like straight from China, like nice. My mom. Knew. Not what I was thinking it was gonna be at all. What did you think it was gonna be? I thought you were gonna get. <laughs> I thought you had like an extra grinder because you said you got it for free, and I'm like, why would you give me an extra grinder? But this is like sick. Dude, check it out. Yeah, so like that little basket goes up there when you're done with steeping, and like, you like tea, right? So yeah. It's like a travel mug, but cool. straight Chinese, sick. Man. straight from China. Like, the boxing has Chinese. It's so sweet. I always kept it for myself. But, but I'm such a great friend. Yep. You are that in my life. Oh, it keeps running away from me as I so, touch it. Oh, I also got Domino's coupons. With my... <laughs> oh. oh that's that's nice. they went. <laughs> you can probably keep that. Yeah, it's it's, free, it's yeah. really nice. Yeah. Domino's tonight, baby. Because you know when you eat that pizza, it's kind oh, of really yeah. see. Well, that just helps it slide out. So I don't really need a squad pint for that. Why are you opening our gift? I'm not. I'm holding it. Um. So <laughs> I got them a joint gift. Ooh. Uh, so they have to open it together. Um, be gentle. Okay. Okay. Ready? Ready? Oh, you're warm. No, that's good. There's nothing in here. I think it's a sushi gift card. Oh, wow. It's a storybook. Ooh. Adventures. January 18th. It, there's a blank there because you have to fill in the date. With a date that works. Right here? Yeah. Should we read this? Yes. Yeah. Okay. okay. It's a homemade storybook. Yeah. So, once upon a time, <laughs> there was a man named Jordan. And there's a little stick picture that says, that's me. Mm-hmm. He had two amazing friends, Brandon and Levi. Oh, I'm Brandon. I'm Levi. Oh, he, and he's got, like, I got some sick volume in that here. that's a kid. I'm digging that volume. <laughs> Together they make a great team. To my hair. Oh, <laughs> Brad! It apparently just has two long strands of hair. It's pretty cool. <laughs> A possible team name would be Trinity. We'll see. Oh, we'll see oh. uh, sometimes, oh, sometimes though, even a great team gets tired. It says we're tired. Oh, this is a story of. And when you get tired, oh. you need a minivan. Oh, oh, oh uh, no, not a minivan. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, hey, got you guys a minivan! <laughs> nice! Yes. I've been wanting a minivan. Uh, sorry, it says a mini vacay. I'm assuming vacay means vacation. No, he did not. He bought us a vacation. Did he? Maybe he sent money on us? Only one way to find out. Oh, but deep sold. It says Mexico, Florida, France, London. It was none of these. I said mini vacay. Mini. <laughs> so small. So, for Christmas 2017, Jordan decided to provide that mini vacay. Turn the page no. to see your prize. I can't read that. What is this? I don't know. To Brandon and Levi, Thermia gift certificate from Jordan and Freeze. Thir- We're going to Thermia together. <gasps> Dude, all, all of us? All of us. I don't know if I've been to Thermia. Dude! Oh, is that that spa thing? Where you go to like... There's pools and saunas. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard oh, people talk boy. about it. That's sick. Brandon's been talking about it for a while. Thanks. An avocado. Thanks. That's sick. Thanks, Jordan. Thanks, guy. <laughs> Wait, I thought this was like a story of like how like this came to be like this podcast. Like, oh, that's cool. You know, because we're tired, right? We were tired just hanging out alone. And, I don't know. That's sick. Okay, thanks. Thanks for that. Okay, well, I think that's it. Thanks for listening. Um... Stay tuned till for next time. Goodbye.